That was not a can of freedom. That was a bottle of water. It is Sunday. Uh, <laughs> Sunday, December 3rd. This is the Gentleman's Podcast. Welcome to the Gentleman's Podcast. I am your host, Chris Fusen. I'm drinking water instead of freedom because uh, I was uh, consuming plenty of it while watching football today. And, and I decided to give my body a rest, a little bit of a rest. Uh, special recording day today on Sunday. Um, we normally record on Tuesday nights and release on Wednesdays. I'm going to try and release this one on Tuesday just to not throw everybody off, but just letting you know we'll be doing a lot of things. Uh, a lot of our current events will be happening on Sunday. Uh, <clears throat> some events came up that are out of my control and it's causing me to have to do this uh, for the time being. Joining me, not in the studio, via FaceTime, he's lying on the floor. Well, the phone's lying on the floor. I'm also lying on the floor. It's Nate! Hello! Crack open. Cracking some freedom. I don't know if it was heard, but I am consuming freedom on this glorious Sunday Yay. in Pennsylvania. Nate! is joining us from war-torn Pennsylvania, answering the Call of Duty, uh, Black Ops, just regular Black Ops. Just Black Ops 1. Yeah. I love that one, by the way. Great one. That's actually Hayden's favorite. He hey, still plays it all Really? Time. That's good. That's good to see the younger generation recognize good games. That's right. He was taught well. Taught well, taught well. Uh, Nate, how is war-torn Pennsylvania? It is actually a... Uh, Pretty, pretty glorious state. Uh, it's a beautiful state, much like Kentucky in the uh, geography and the, uh, you know, this. They also have the distinct four seasons up here, so it's starting to get cold as <laughs> shit. But uh, uh, as far as the course up here, we're trying to learn how to fly a helicopter that I haven't been in in eight years, so that's um, been a bit of a task. But it's been a good time, and uh, I'm like, like, it's like riding a bike. It, it honestly was kind of like riding a bike. I was actually pretty impressed with uh, myself and how how quickly it came back. A single rotor, couple million dollar bike. Yeah, yeah, just a very, very, very expensive bike. So let's get right to it. The news of the day. News is of the day is the college football playoff came out. Finally, finally, we know. We know. we know, and the best part of the whole deal is Ohio State got just straight reamed right in the butthole, and it makes me left just the giggle. fuck out. Yeah, for, because they suck. They got left out. They got left out because they what are they? They're a two loss team, right? They are a two loss team. Yeah. You can't have can't. two losses and make the playoffs. Now, I disagree with that. I think... No, you can't. I'm saying I, you can't. I, I think you could, and I think they were the closest that there will probably be in a long time. The, the thing that got them, though, was one of their two losses was to Iowa, to unranked Iowa, and this was just three weeks ago, unranked Iowa, and they lost 31 to nothing. Right. So, you can't... Getting beat by Iowa would have been one thing if they'd have lost 31-28 you know, last second field goal or even by touchdown. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, or just a good close game. Yeah, but but 31 to nothing. I mean, that's just They didn't score. And, and that when you're up that much, that means Iowa at some point 
had their backups in in the fourth quarter, and Ohio State still couldn't put the ball in the end zone. Yeah, or so, let up on the gas pedal. Right. So that's embarrassing. Yeah, you can't lose uh, to a mid-level, mid-level Big Ten team, which, I mean, a mid-level Big Ten team is still better than some of your other conferences. You know what I'm saying? Like, Big Ten football is, is a little bit better than other conferences. We can, we can all agree on that. But uh, you can't. Yeah. You can't expect to make. You can't expect to be one of the top four teams coming out of the season and get blown out by a mid-level Big Ten team. Yeah, yeah. It just you can't have that. That's an unreal expectation to think you can have that happen and then still make the playoff. So clearly, in you know regionally where we are, we're surrounded by Ohio State fans that can just go fuck themselves. But <laughs> if, if you've been on Facebook in the last four hours, I mean, it's just. I mean, they're they, they are. are. Some of them are actually literally crying, and then most of mostly just figuratively crying on Facebook about how they got screwed. They are angry. Yeah, I will say, I think, I think for sure that the they had a hard decision to make. I do think it was a tougher decision than what it may seem, but I think they definitely got the four best teams in college football in the bracket, and that's what matters. So I feel like the I, I like this Final Four. I haven't watched a lot of Oklahoma, but you do have the best quarterback in the country in the Final Four, so why not? You know. Yeah, and and he's playing Georgia, and and that's the thing. I think I think Oklahoma's defense is probably uh, of the four teams. They've probably they're probably the most untested. Definitely. And so you got a Georgia team that can just flat run the ball, but the, uh, Sonny Michelle got hurt um, in the in the championship game, so. He was kind of their their flashback, right? Like our Boom Williams last year, he's kind of their speed guy. So I'm really curious yeah. to see how you know, they got a month basically to get healthy. So hopefully he can get healthy before before the game. Yeah, I like uh, I like Clemson Alabama rematch in the first round. I think that's going to be a, a fucking awesome game. Alabama Alabama slipped up. Let's be honest. Yeah, but you know every team should be allowed a slip up. I mean, it, it, it yeah. happens. It's, I'm just saying if Alabama didn't have one hiccup. They would have played Georgia in the SEC championship. I'm not saying they won. I'm saying they would have played them in the SEC championship, and they would have still made the playoffs. Uh, probably the three. Yeah, but but the the thing I do like though is I, I agree with what you're saying. However, I think in that scenario, Georgia would have gotten left out of the playoff had Alabama won. So I like how it played out because you get. Not only do you get two SEC teams in, I honestly do believe that Georgia should be in. Yeah. So had they lost in the in the SEC championship game, I think they kind of would have gotten screwed. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Uh, hindsight, you know, if, if this happened, if that happened, I know it doesn't mean shit, we can still talk about it. If Miami beats Clemson in the ACC championship, do you think Miami bumps uh, Alabama? No. But I don't I, – I, but I would have been curious to see how that played out because – I think Clemson wouldn't have gotten bumped out, so I think Clemson would fall to maybe a three-four. Yeah. And then, but so then you got Alabama right there still. I think if that, so if that would have been the only game that was different, if everything else was the same and just Miami had beaten Clemson. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, you would almost have to put them in because they're a one loss. Everyone's a one loss yeah, team. I was just thinking that, and they, and they would have, you know, Alabama has no wins against top fifteen teams, so. And, and you got a Miami team that beat the number one team in the conference. Yeah, you, I mean, you almost have to put them in. It would be basically the same thing that just happened for the SEC, but for the ACC. Exactly. You'd have to bump 
uh, you'd I would almost you'd have to bump Alabama out if Georgia won the championship. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. So I, I, I'm with you. I, at first, when they first announced it, I was kind of mad that the Clemson Alabama game was the first game because I feel like I feel like honestly that should be the championship game. But the more I thought about it, I actually like that better because I mean, you know, Alabama kind of slipped up. They kind of have to prove themselves, so they mm-hmm. got to go out and win a big game right off the bat. And I'd love to—I would love to see Alabama Georgia. I mean, would that not be just? That would be fantastic. That would have been like when we had. Well, that game sucked, but when you had LSU and Alabama in the championship. Yeah. Even though that game was awful, but. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, All right, so. I- I'm I'm I'm, I'm I'm actually I'm actually legitimately pumped for this playoff. I am too, man, and I actually, uh, well, we we kind of talked about what we were going to do for the new year and all that kind of stuff. I think we should just probably wherever we end up, just because those games are on the first. So right. Speaking of New Year's Eve, gonna plug it again. New Year's Eve, we're gonna do our very first and probably maybe only drunk cast. Yeah, we are. It's gonna be a good one. I'm I, I am actually. Super jacked, and if Christmas kind of goes the way we want it to, with a couple items, we could have. Uh, it will be sounding real good. Yeah, m- multiple multiple guests sounding just crisp, good. crisp and clean. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have to figure out how to wrangle that because we're gonna be at your uh, studio rather than my studio. Um, we're gonna have to figure out how to wrangle the rest of that to where we don't have as much ambient sound as. I'm, I'm guessing we would have. Yeah, I think what we're going to have to do is just decide, like, a block of time that we want to do it, mm-hmm. you know, before the ball drops, obviously, or the girls are going to be pissed. Yeah, good but, Lord. And then just lock ourselves in a room and do it and and then go back out and party, you know? Yeah, we, I mean, we've got plenty of night to consume, so we can, yeah. we can do it. We can do it several hours before. I, I honestly think – I think we should do it before, but I think, like – like nine thirty to eleven or somewhere like that would probably be good timing. Think so? Yeah, like when we've already had some, you know, so we're like good and loose, but we're not like we're not getting too close to the ball dropping either. Right. We'll see. We'll see how yeah. it works out. We'll have we'll we'll have we'll have to have when you you get back whenever you, when you get back on the fifteenth. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's where I'm scheduled to be back, but I'm already we're already ahead of schedule, so I'm hoping I'll be back like the twelfth or thirteenth. I like the sound of that. Whenever you get back, we'll have staff meetings and we'll we'll plan all this out. Yeah, we need to start scheduling meetings. Definitely. So we're more professional. Definitely. Or we just need to tell people we schedule meetings. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or, or we can just get together and drink and say it was a meeting. <laughs> Any excuse. Uh, we'll just use an excuse. Yeah. So uh, I told Chris earlier I thought it would be fun for this show since I'm calling in to do a, a recap of some of the shows that I have not been able to be a part of. <laughs> so I have made notes uh, <laughs> of, of some of the things that occurred in those shows, and I want we're just going to go over some highlights. We'll discuss them a little bit. Yeah. Oh, so before we do that, uh, since we were talking about the college playoff and, the, and people whining and all that, yeah. I, just saw, I just saw on the Internet like literally an hour ago. So – uh, you know, the Ohio State fans were whining about not getting in or whatever. Yeah. You know how, I don't remember if we had said it on the show or not before, but you and I had talked about how, like, we love how some of these universities have, like, people just dropping bombs on their Twitter accounts. 
Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Like just just crushing. Well, uh, whoever runs uh, University of Central Florida, so UCF. Yeah. Who whoever runs their account put out a tweet like right after, like obviously. So you know they announce it. Ohio State fans are going crazy. Mm-hmm. So they wait like twenty minutes and then tag a bunch of Ohio State people in their post or tweet, you know, retweet or whatever, and. Uh, it said, "I can't believe I can't believe Alabama put us out of the playoff." <laughs> it said, "I can't believe." I think it said, "Like I can't believe Alabama got selected over us for the playoff." <laughs> I laughed so hard, dude. Like, that is so money, man. Central runs, Central Florida so, getting jumped by Alabama. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I think that's actually what he said. I said, I can't believe Alabama jumped us to get in the playoffs. That's beautiful. Oh, it was funny, man. I, yeah. I wish I had the creativity of some of those people that are managing uh, I know, man. They're good. college social medias or Wendy's or anybody like that. All right, so the first – the first notes I have, they're, they're mostly – the first ones are going to come from your show with um, our visitor from Colorado, Red Dog, and uh, and Mark when you had that show. Yeah. So th- the first thing I had the, – the first thing that really made me giggle that didn't get enough uh, – it didn't really get enough focus, I don't think, is when Red Dog was talking about taking showers at the Sippert's house. <laughs> yeah. Being up in that bathroom. And it, for, for the listeners, it's not going to make as much sense because – Probably, you know, I mean, obviously there are some of you that have been in Brian's bathroom up there, but yeah. that shower, like, it it stared me in the eye. Yeah. So, clearly it is a short shower. I, so I had, when he started talking about that, I was driving back home for Thanksgiving, and I was just trying to imagine Brandon being in that fucking shower, taking a shower. I mean, that thing, like, the shower head had to have been, like, in his armpit the entire time. Dude, he probably, like, had to take a knee to wash his hair. I, I, I thought the same thing. Like, he had to have been on a knee to take a shower. I'd forgotten exactly how tall he was. Yeah. I, I, it's funny. So, um, he kind of briefly talked about what he does. But, you know, he works in IT. And for a while, before he moved to Colorado the first time, he was working um, on Boone Center, where our National Guard facility is. Mm-hmm. Doing IT stuff, and like I ran into, you know, I'd go see him like every once in a while, and uh, yeah, he's not he's not a small human. No, and that's not for for people listening. That's not a fat joke. He is a he's like six three and just a stout man. Yeah, he's a very wide, just big. He's just big, just all yeah, all over. He is a big dude. So uh, my next note was, had to do with you guys were talking about. Um, you and Sarah were watching the Hobbit trilogy, yeah, and Lord of the Rings. So I, I just had to set you guys straight because you guys were talking out of your ass for a little bit. Um, <laughs> so the Hobbit series is actually those were actually written first, and they're a prequel. Or they're 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 set after the Lord of the Rings. No, so, how? So how? you have. No, so it, it's a prequel. Sorry, it's a prequel to yeah, Lord of the Rings. Okay. But you all kept talking about Frodo and how he was old in The Hobbit. It's not Frodo. In The Hobbit, it's, his name is Bilbo, and that's his grandfather. Oh, you think uh, Mark? Yeah, all right, I got. I know what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody so was, somebody was saying Frodo when they meant Bilbo. I got you. Yeah, but what you were saying, which I had told you before about the trilogy, is just insane. Uh, like, literally, the Lord of the Rings books are like 600 pages apiece. Yeah. And they made one movie out of each of those books. 
and then The Hobbit is like a 160-page book, and they've made three movies out of it. So, dude, Peter Jackson, just give it to him. Yeah, he's just keeping it going, is what he's doing. He and made he made he made good King for him Kong. He's just making money. Yeah, he made King Kong into a four-hour movie. Yeah, he he did do that. <laughs> so, I, my next thing is this. This kind of happened in the middle of this, and it was you guys were kind of hitting around it, but um. It sucks that you're drinking water right now, but just a, uh, I'm going to throw up a toast to all our listeners. If they are driving, I hope they're not drinking, but if you're sitting home and you can enjoy some freedom with us, uh, <laughs> big news for me, I am outside of the grasp of the law from this point forward. Woo! So I am no longer on probation, as you may have noticed in the show. I never really would admit out loud that I was drinking or uh, anything like that. It was for a reason, but now... Your boy can just say he's drinking. Free and clear. I am. I am a free man. Until the next time. Until <laughs> No, there will not be a next time. <laughs> so, Fab Five War Movies. Yeah. That's where we're at. So I missed out on mine, so I'm going to give you my Fab Five War Movies. I actually couldn't believe some of these weren't in there. So, my number one is kind of a stretch. Uh, in being a war movie, but it's my favorite military movie of all time, and that would be Top Gun. All right, yeah, it's yeah, it still counts. It's uh, it's number one. I, I'm not even going to give an explanation. It just is. Yes. I don't think we uh, have to. Number two would be Black Hawk Down. Uh, Fuck. Fantastic movie. You actually, it was funny because me and you talked on the phone after you all did that episode, and you made like three references in that in that conversation about Black Hawk Down, but y'all never mentioned it. I episode. totally forgot about Black Hawk Down. That is one of my uh, favorite movies. Great movie, and um, I've actually read about four or five books from Mike Durant, who was the pilot that yeah. um, got captured, and uh, super like sombering books. Um, he goes through kind of the details of what happened, and I don't want to get too shitty. I'm, I'm too excited on this episode, but he does go into like, there was a point in there when when he first got captured that he was getting they were they were beating him obviously yeah and at some point he I mean he lost consciousness a lot but at some point he regained consciousness and realized that um, he was getting beat with the arm of one of his crew members where they had torn it off oh my um, god you know because they were going so crazy and I I just can't imagine I mean you know so you guys were you were doing this episode with uh, D A. And uh, and your uncle and uh, who also is a veteran and I very much thank him for his service. Um, but I, you know, he can relate, I'm sure. But just thinking about how, what that must have been like, you know, that's a um, I can't even imagine yeah. what that'd be like, man. I mean, that's shitty. So yeah, it's crazy. So anyway, uh, beyond the bad shit, so my next one would be um, American Sniper. And you guys actually, you guys actually talked about this, so I wanted to, uh, at first, you know, DA was like hating on it hard, and I'm like, man, why does he hate this movie so much? Yeah. And then he kind of gave his explanation, and I was like, okay, I actually, uh, I actually understand where he's coming from. However, uh, this is another book that I read, and I just kind of wanted to set the record straight for, um, for the sake of the book, um. Well, I, well, let me actually say this. My number three would actually be Lone Survivor. That that movie was uh, a better movie than American Sniper, so that'd be my number three. Number four would be American Sniper. All right. But um, he, DA was talking about comments that he made that in the movie he's saying, you know, like you guys aren't trained well enough. Like let me down there on the streets. And 
to put that in context, that he did say that. But what he was saying was, for that was so early in the in the movement. That was in 2003, and so nobody, and it wasn't just the Marines. It was it was everybody. Nobody was except for except for special forces guys. Nobody was really trained to be doing what they were doing. They were going door to door, kicking doors in, and you know, searching room by room, house by house, and nobody really had the training to do that except for special forces guys. And so at the time, Chris Kyle was on a rooftop providing overwatch, and uh, those guys were just getting—they weren't getting destroyed, but they were, in his in his eyes, not being not doing as well as they could because they just weren't trained that way, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes and sense. They weren't really trained to do what he was doing. So when he made those comments and when he was trying to go down and help them, it wasn't like, hey, I'm better than you guys. I'm a Navy SEAL. It was like, hey, I have this training that you all don't have. I want to come down there and help you guys because clearly you're going to put yourself in a bad situation because you haven't been trained any to know any different. So – just kind of setting the record straight on right. that one. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't so much a, a dig at the Marine Corps. It was a dig just in general of being undertrained for the situation. Just green. Yeah. Um. I did. I, so I laughed my balls off when Mark was talking about running around trying to shit on Brian. Uh. <laughs> and uh, the only thing I the, the, my first thought when he said that was, huh? No wonder Brian had pink eye all the time. <laughs> Which I really don't remember that he did, but I don't know. anyway. Uh my next note, and you're gonna love this, and I know you'll remember this. I hate even saying this out loud because I don't actually mean it, but Mark should never, ever, ever, and we're talking hashtag Mark here. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Be the spokesperson for welding as a profession. <laughs> welding has to be the gayest job on the fucking planet, as told by hashtag Mark. Yeah. Do you oh, remember I know. that show? Yeah. I mean, everything he said, I was like, I mean, this just sounds gay as hell. Yeah, yeah, I know. If it, if we were gonna like if if they were gonna do a commercial for welding, they would not want those descriptions going in no the descriptions he gave would be for like a website for welder dudes to meet welder dudes yeah oh no he's just like sun glistening off my brow sweat beating up on my arms it was so bad man yeah i mean i i appreciate him trying to be very descriptive over the rate over audio uh but it, this is an English literature. Yeah, 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 I, I agree. So you guys uh, touched on a subject that I thought uh, was worth bringing back. It was uh, and, and hashtag Mark was kind of bringing it up for a different reason. It was his mic drop, but he was talking about loyalty in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And I actually, um, I've had some thoughts on this for a long time, but I think it's actually sad where we're at in uh, in our country right now because he's right. Loyalty in the workplace is not rewarded in the least. Uh, no, I think, I think you're probably very well aware of that yourself, but, um, and it's not just about money, but you know, you would think I was thinking about it after I got done listening to the show, I was thinking about it some more on my drive home. And you know, it's, it's sad that you would think in a situation where you have somebody that is trying to say, so like, like our generation, um, 
and it's not even generation, but like people our age as opposed to like people Hannah's age. So like I'm talking about like a ten year right yeah, 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 gap and yeah. like we're and and it's because we're taught this way and our parents are this way, but like we're more apt to stay with a company, right? Like we're trying to find somewhere that we want to be for our whole career, right? Like we're not we're not trying to jump place to place. Whereas like Hannah's generation they, they literally are just going from like best job to best job. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they don't give a shit about they don't give a shit about the company. They don't give a shit about. They give a shit about where I'm going to make more money. Yeah. Which is which is understandable. I'm not. I'm not criticizing. Yeah, that. it's two di- two sense. different uh, two different goals. Neither of them are are bad. Right, but so you would think though. Hashtag Mark was kind of going on his rant about not being rewarded at his workplace a little bit, and you would think because because the world is what it is now, and because that is kind of the more prevalent way of thinking, that when you do have somebody that is trying to be loyal to your workplace that you would reward it. Not only, not only reward it, reward it even further than what you would normally, you know what I mean? Right. It's uh, it's actually really frustrating. Right. I know. Like, I, I don't know. Like I did. Cause right when I entered the labor pool, when I turned 18, things like that, when I, when I jumped right into the labor pool is when we right. dip, when we dipped down into the recession and, uh, so I've I have job hunted or job hopped and it's not not my fault. Like job hopping was just right. that's how it was because no one hired, no one was wanting to hire, no one wanted me, you know. It right. was that whole thing. And now that I am somewhere, then they actually do want me there. Like I wanna stick around because I'm done. I hate starting over. Yeah, it sucks, man. It's like it's like starting over a relationship every time it's you the know, like worst. You, you, you go right, so you if you start a new job, you go to the bottom of the totem pole, you start all over again, you got to work your way up, mm-hmm. it's just, it's frustrating. You don't know anybody? Yeah, it's just, it's not enjoyable. It's the worst. Like, the and everyone, like, I always get it at my job, too, because I, you know, everyone's job is stressful and my job is no different. Uh, right. And I always catch it from younger people at work, they're always like, well, why don't you just leave? And I can't get it across to them that I don't want to leave. Like, I don't want to start over. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I completely understand that. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, I've only got a couple more comments left here that I took notes for, but uh, one of them is, I don't know, I don't know where the hatred for Jimmy Dykes came from. So, <laughs> I even said, I think it was either the last show I did before I left or the, the second to last we show. We were excited said, about Jimmy Dykes coming back. Yeah, I was like, Jimmy Dykes is back, I'm Jack. And then DA just came in and shit all over Jimmy Dykes. Like, just shit all over him. So, oh. I just want to reiterate, I like Jimmy Dykes. Oh, I God. Think- I got we I got you got to get back so we can have the two of you on here because you guys have differences of opinions and I love them. We do. I mean, I, yeah, I, you're right. We we need to have a once and for all settle this Jimmy Dykes debate. We can have uh, Jimmy Dykes on. We 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 should try to get Jimmy Dykes. Winner takes Jimmy Dykes home. But maybe somebody can do a Jimmy Dykes impression. Man, I have to look Speaking into. Speaking of, uh, I was on Facebook today earlier and I saw a guy. His name's something Shepard. He's a black guy. I can't remember his name, but mm-hmm. he does impressions, and he did impressions of Chris Rock, um, Kevin Hart, and Eddie Murphy. Was and it Jay Farrow? Were... No, it was Jay Farrow. Yeah, Jay Farrow. You're right. Yeah, Jay Farrow, SNL yeah. uh, guy. Dude, money. Dude, he's amazing. 
He yeah. does. He does, without a doubt, the best Barack Obama in the world. Oh, I've never seen that. I need to look that up. Yeah, he does the best Barack Obama. He does the best Denzel Washington I've oh, ever I got, heard. I got something to do when we get off the phone now, dude. He is one of the best impressionists in the game right now, and he gets no love. No love. Yeah, that's a shame because it. He. He. Like, if if I would have closed my eyes, I I would not have known that he was not any of those three people. I know. Check out his – he did a little bit. Uh, I can't remember if it was stand-up. I think it was stand-up. He did a bit. Uh, it was a conversation between Morgan Freeman and Denzel Washington, and it is the funniest thing in the world. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so my last note is of the last episode you guys recorded, you were talking about your favorite drunk people. <laughs> and I would first like to say that I – feel honored that i'm everybody's favorite drunk <laughs> uh, i know one person you're not their favorite drunk <laughs> yeah I know, I know i know one person right off the top of my head who i am not their favorite drunk <laughs> unfortunate for her she's gonna spend the rest of her life with me, i so. know unfortunately for her that I mean, bad uh that is forever on her part forever after for her yeah so <laughs> Mark was telling his, uh, you know, one of his was too drunk girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it, it may remember the story, and I just wanted to tell it. So do you remember um, in 2012 when we won? Well, that was obviously the year we won the national championship, but the game before that, the Final Four game, Yeah. Um, there was a girl on State Street that kept getting naked, like showing her tits to everybody. No, I was not. I was not there for that. I'm very well, upset. Her name was her name was Kate, so everybody called her Kate on state. <laughs> and if there, I, awesome. I am certain that several of our listeners are very aware of who I'm talking Kate about. Kate on so state. When you when you when you when we get done here, look her up. Yeah. She was not she was not an unattractive person. All right. I'm and afraid. her boobs were fake. So All right, all right. Kate on state. Uh, so anyway, but so I go to the bar with my buddy Jack. You know Jack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one night. And we were, I don't remember exactly, oh, I do remember what bar we were at. But anyway, it's a small bar. Um, but we're in there just drinking, having a good time. We knew one of the bartenders, and so it was one of those situations where, like, we get charged, like, every third drink, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're Jack is a bartender at Two Keys. He was good friends with all these people on that strip there, and they didn't hardly ever charge us drinks. So anyway... We're in there, and this girl comes in and is hammered. Mm-hmm. Definitely too drunk, girl. Like, doesn't... I, but she's doing the... Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Just, you know, being obnoxious. Well, she gets up on the bar. And this bar in the bar is, like, one of those where it comes up to, like, my nose. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's super high. Put on the ground. Like, it's a high bar. So she had to climb up on the stool... And then get up on the bar, and she was falling all over the place. So she actually fell on top of me. Like she, and not only did she fall, she passed out. So like <laughs> she like loses consciousness while she's staying on the bar, falls, and just falls on top of me. And I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. Well, then Jack looks over at me and he goes, "Dude, that's Kate on state." So I was like, "That's <laughs> funny," and I laugh. And then I laid her on top of the bar, and we we left. We yeah. I was just like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> Later on, on the bar, and we walked out. <laughs> so that's how I met Kate on stage. She that's awesome. Out, 
mid mid bar dance and fell on top of me and I laid her on top of the bar. That actually wouldn't be a bad episode if we could get your bouncer buddies on here and talk about stories about them beating the shit out of people. I, Jack would abs- he would be hilarious. He's one of those people that I think for the show he would be kind of timid. Yeah. And he, he wouldn't say a lot, but when he said something, it would be funny as shit. Yeah. So we could get him and the big burly one. Ryan, yeah, yeah. Ryan, Ryan would be a good one. Yeah, he, he talks. Uh, he likes to tell stories. Yeah, Ryan can tell a story. <clears throat> that would be good. Uh, speaking, uh, so we not speaking of uh, Kate on state, but um, we were talking earlier about the college uh, bowl season. It is bowl season. It is. And uh, your your football cats are headed to the Music City Bowl. Yes, we are. To play Here we go. the Northwestern Business Purples. School purple things. Purples. Wildcats? Yeah. I think they're Wildcats. No, they're, they're, I think they're the Purples. No, they're, I think they're the Wildcats. Uh, KSR was doing an article. I guess the last time we played them was in 1928, and they oh. were the Purples then. Oh, wow, that's great. We should definitely – if our fan base doesn't have – Beat yeah, the, something beat, dialed up for purples. Yeah, beat yeah. the purples. Yeah, I agree with that. That's going to be actually, great. As soon as I saw that that's who we were playing, and we definitely were in the Music City Bowl, I started looking at tickets. Yeah. Because you can get tickets to the game for $22. Is that Nashville? Yeah, down in Nashville. So $22 gets you in. It's not going to fill up, so you could sit wherever you wanted to sit. Yeah. But hotels down there, man, like the absolute shit hotels, mm-hmm. are still $180. Oh, boy. So, don't know if I'm going to swing that one or not, but, <laughs> but I am looking. Hey, we have friends in Nashville. Oh, that's true. I didn't think of that. I'm, yeah. I'm an asshole. Yeah. That's true. We have friends in Nashville. So, uh. the thing that sucks is UK plays Louisville that day in basketball. So, we play Louisville at noon, and then the bowl game's at 430. Uh, you can swing so, it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... If we did that, I'd probably just go down to Andrew, watch the game with Andrew, and then. Oh, I was to, saying go to the UK Louisville game and then drive down to Nashville. You could. I think it. some people will. That's an go, impossible I, drive. Do you lo- do we get an hour? No, you lose an hour. That's what I was gonna say. No, you gain an hour going down. No. Yeah, if it was two o'clock on the east in the east, it's one o'clock central. Oh yeah. But it doesn't matter because it starts at. You still have four hours, but what I'm saying is I think people would go to the first half of the U.K. Louisville game and then leave and go to uh, Nashville. Not not a lot of people do that, but I think some will. I think your, uh, I think your lower arena at Rubber Arena is going to stay because they're about – Oh, your Average age of the lower arena at Rubber Arena is probably 75. Average age, I'd push down to 60, but, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, they're always they're always just down there. Lay it up. Yeah, yeah. Lay the what damn. This fancy dunk. Shit? What the hell's up with this two-handed dunk? Lay the ball up, Jerome. They get mad. They, they get mad at the three-pointer is actually a thing. Yeah, they're so yeah. <laughs> they don't they don't understand that after thirty seconds you have to take a shot. They keep calling the players boy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate the lower part of Rupp. I do too. Well, so KSR uh, last week was talking about when when basically we we didn't know, but we knew we were probably going to the Music City Bowl. You always figure we're going to the Music City Bowl. Yeah, Matt Jones was. Well, the thing is, this year it really was about the only one because all the other ones would be 
playing they would they would have been played during the UK Louisville game. So obviously the 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 bowl, whoever the bowl is, yeah. didn't want to do that because they would yeah, lose it would cut your so viewing. much money off fans. Yeah. But so Matt Jones was making the argument like he didn't think that he didn't think because of the UK Louisville game and the Music City Bowl that that many people would be at the Music City Bowl because of the game. And I was like, man, I understand what he's saying. And I, but the thing is, like, it's the point that you just made. the The entire lower arena will be the exact same because it's old people that have those seats, the ones yeah. that can afford it. But the people that would go to the football games are in the upper arena anyhow. Yeah. And th- I think those, you know, th- there there will be. I mean, I think it'll be full for the UK Oval game. Rupp Arena, I'm talking. Plus, it's, it's, it's Nashville it's around people, New Year's. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, people that leave to go down to the to the bowl game are just going to sell their tickets. I mean, somebody will end up going. The, Rupp Arena will be full, yeah, 100%. But I think, I mean, a lot of the people that are traditionally at Rupp, I think they won't be there because they're at the bowl game. I think, I think the bowl game will still, you know, I don't know what the, I don't, I don't want to say it's sold out or whatever, but I mean, is. I think they would have, they'll have just as many people at that bowl game as they would if there wasn't a UK Oval game going on. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Uh, I'm also a little, uh, little. Uh, I'm not. I'm gonna say worried. I'm gonna say uh, this is gonna be an interesting matchup because Northwestern's not a pushover. <laughs> no, they're a good football team. Yeah, uh, they're, they're a really decent football team. They they were for. Everything leading up to them actually announcing the bowls were saying that we were going to play Georgia Tech again, which we played last year. That would have sucked ass. That would have sucked because I guarantee you we'd lose again because we just cannot defend the triple option, and that's yeah. all they do. I mean, yeah. And it, we, we just had to watch last year's game all over them. I mean, it'd be the exact same thing. So I'm glad we're not playing them because that would have just been really frustrating. But um, yeah, Northwestern. Northwestern. North, 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 uh, Northwestern is not a pushover. You're right. They're a good football team. I'm, I'm also just not to not to completely change the subject, but I've got the TV on right now as I as I call in. Yeah. What about what about our boy Tiger Woods playing some golf? This Dude, I I want to bring Tiger Woods up right now. Dude, he is motherfucking back. He's back. Tiger Woods is back. Tiger Watch has been on the down. We haven't been keeping up with Tiger because he's. I assumed he was dead. He's and been. Now, he's been he's, Tiger Woods. Is dead. He just all the time, man. You see updates and stuff about Tiger works out. Tiger has a setback. Tiger works out. Tiger has a setback. So I yeah. wrote him off. And then Tiger broke his back. Tiger broke yeah. his knee for the nineteenth time. Yeah. Tiger broke his back again. Like I think now he's a single man. He's feeling good after surgery. He's gonna start jumping into uh, cafes and restaurants around the country. He's gonna be playing good golf. So. Um, I, I'm watching right now. So he tied. He finished tied for ninth at the Hero Classic that he was playing in, and they've now got his odds to win the Masters at twenty to one. What? Yeah, that's a little. To one. I, I might go throw some money on that to be honest. Yeah, I might too, for him not to win. So, how, do you were you old enough to remember him winning the first Masters? Not the Masters, the um, his first major. It was the. Um, I think that was the Open, U.S. Open. Yeah, I mean, I, I I was alive. I don't know if I was watching golf. I know you're, I know you're alive. I, yeah. I, I'm asking if you're old enough to remember watching it. I think I remember him, like, hugging his dad and stuff, and his clothes didn't fit. See, I, I remember, like, so at that time, I think I was in middle school, so that, that's why, I, like, 
early middle school, maybe yeah, even yeah, elementary yeah. school. And I was like kind of living with my grandmother at the time. And I can like I would always come home from school and I would I, like I could watch TV for like an hour and then you know we turn it off whatever or or you know she would watch her stuff but um I can distinctly remember like I watched that tournament that's what I wanted to watch I was watching mm-hmm. Tiger Woods and I just remember him going crazy and winning that and so I've always been a huge Tiger Woods fan I don't mind to say it I mean through all his shit whatever huge Tiger good, Woods fan good for him for being able to claim that he's a sex addict I mean whatever but. Uh, yeah, man. I, it is good to see him back. I mean, he is back. Yeah, I'm like, and everybody will be like, "Oh, it's one tournament. It's one tournament, dude. That's all it takes is one tournament." Well, that is all it takes. Not only that, I mean, yeah. I, I and when people make that argument, I get it. I see what you're saying. He did so. He played decent in one tournament, but it's been six years since he played decent in one tournament. I know. And so, I mean, his last. Uh, significant win was the u.s open in 08 i think oh no 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 he's well no i think he he won one uh, you may be right man it had it can't have been 10 years since he's won a major i feel like that's i feel like that was his last significant win you may be right man i i need to look that up that if that's the case i'm gonna be shocked that, i know that was his last major so what happened with your uh, with your Colts today? They showed up to play football and got beat. What else do you need to know? <laughs> That's all I need to know. I, didn't, I, didn't, I honestly didn't know what happened. So. Yeah. Let's move on to something else. Let's not talk about that again. <laughs> uh. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to pull up some standings here. I'm not. I'm getting. I'm getting fucking. So, uh, getting thrown by the internet right now. Here we go. That's what I'm talking about. All I right. Take a, uh, I need to take a uh, commercial break. Did that come through? Oh, yeah. It came through beautifully. Uh, all right. So, let, let's, let's talk some uh, NFL since we got the – it's not only is it bowl season, it's getting ready to be playoff season. Playoff season's it's, – it's a beautiful thing. And then I got a question I need you to clear up for me because I've gotten really confused talking to people at work. Okay. But uh, first off, we'll go through with uh, – normally we run, we run through scores. Fuck that. We're just going to run through uh, the standings where everybody's at. Okay, I like that. I like that. So as it stands right now. So before you start, are you going to go through like the division leaders or like how are you, how you doing this? Yeah, yeah. We're going to go through each division. Right, so we're going all the way through each division. Yep. Okay. Uh, so you've got um, you got New England Patriots. Um, they are. I can't even tell. I got to get this thing under control. No edits here on GMPC. One take. One take, baby. One take. That's how we do it. One take. Uh, New England Patriots are ten and two atop the AFC East. Next closest team is the Buffalo Bills at six and six. And if I'm not mistaken, yes, the Bills lost today, so that's not going to do well for them. Two, they lost to the Patriots. Yeah, they lost to the Patriots, so that's not helping them out at all. Uh, and then the fucking Jets are five and seven. Jesus. Yeah. yeah the, Jets mean, had, the Jets had a four and three record at home. They could make the playoffs still. Are you kidding me? You have a winning record, and you have you have one of the worst teams. 
Yeah. We don't have a winning record. At home. Oh, at home. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, you're right. Uh, AFC North, Pittsburgh Steelers are up. They are nine wins, two losses. Baltimore Ravens are nipping at those heels, though, at seven and five. They could make the playoffs. I know they're definitely You know, um, who, did, who did Baltimore play today? Do you, um, Baltimore played. Oh, the, the Lions. The Lions and, and beat the fuck out of them. Yeah, beat the shut of them. I was watching that game, and I was like, man. Cause I, so I do a pick them, you know, an NFL pick them every mm. week. And I definitely took um, the Lions because I think the Lions were getting three and a half. And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. And. Lions have been on a hot streak, too. They've been killing people. Yeah. Or at least their offense has. Yeah. Uh, there's a tie in the AFC South. Tennessee Titans are 8-4. and four. Jacksonville Jaguars are 8-4. and four. Both of them won today. Uh, Tennessee's riding a two-game win streak. That'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, I thought from the beginning of the year, I mean, I think when, when we first started talking about NFL this year, I said, you know, you said the Raiders, which I, I agree with you, the Raiders – and then the Titans. I thought the Titans would definitely be a good team as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raiders have been a little bit of a letdown. Tennessee, though, looking like a good football team. Looking really good. Five and one at home. So if they could get any kind of, if they could get any home game during this playoffs, that would bode well for them. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And it looks like they're probably going to win the division, so they won't have to play in the first week of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so and then you come to the AFC West, which is. The AFC West is the new NFC West. <laughs> You're right. I don't know if you know this or not. <laughs> it really kind of is. That's a good description. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs are statistically on top at six and six, but there are three teams tied at six and six with the Chargers, yeah, and, Raiders, and Chiefs. And what happened to the Chiefs? Were they not five and zero? Oh I have season? no idea. Nothing about I mean, that team has changed since week one. I remember um, Pat McAfee had on somebody on his show week five. It was actually after week five, so it's what started this downfall. They were 5-0. and oh. I can't remember what player it was, but he had them on, and they were talking about how good, you know, how good they were feeling. They felt like they were a good football team, and then they've just gone to shit since then, man. man they've been awful. They haven't they, – they no, law. They're on a four-game slot. Yeah, well, not only that. I mean, they've lost. They've lost six of the last seven. Yeah, that's awful. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, Los Angeles, the Chargers are on a three-game win streak. They've got a really good chance of coming out on top of that one. Yeah, I've got a. Uh, I got Philip Rivers as one of my backup quarterbacks. And I've played him the last couple weeks in fantasy, and he is doing me very well. Yeah, Philip Rivers is a—he's a stats cow, though. I mean, that motherfucker—if if, he—if someone's not open, he'll throw a ball through a defender's body to get to it to one of the receivers. He's—he's <laughs> he's like that guy that like you used to get mad at when you were playing like you know like PS2, uh, Madden, like like Madden like 2006. <laughs> And you throw like you're playing against somebody, and they throw a ball, and it goes through your linebacker. Yeah, and yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, he is going to get the ball to somebody. Uh, the Eagles, top in the country, ten and one. Yeah. And they still look good, man. They are they are going to win that division. I don't know why. I they... didn't realize. I knew they only lost one game. I didn't realize they were on a nine game win streak. So yeah, killing it. Yeah. Uh, and no one else in that division matters. 
no. I mean, I think no. I think you're right. I, I don't think because the NFC is as good as it is. Not even I think Dallas. Like, Dallas being six and six, I don't think they'll make the point. I don't think they'll even get a wild card. No, you've got two. Uh, well, we'll get to those later. Um, Minnesota's next best at ten and two. Minnesota looked uh, real good today. Case Keenum finally. I have wanted this kid to be good at football since he got time. into the league, and finally he's on a good team and he's playing good football, and I'm so happy for him because he is a great quarterback. I agree with that, man, and I'm glad that they. I'm glad that when Teddy Bridgewater got healthy, uh, the coach was willing to say, you know what, I don't care. Yeah. Case Keenum is killing it right now. Yeah, Case, is he's a good kid, and he's a good football player, and I'm glad he's playing well. And I'm glad Minnesota's playing well, too, because they, I mean, let's be honest, they're in fucking Minnesota. They don't have much to look forward to. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of bad circumstance for Teddy Bridgewater, but I would be willing to bet a lot of money that they trade him after the, after the season's over with. And, and I think Teddy would probably be okay with that. I think he probably would, too. And I also think that they're going to get a lot for him is what I was going to Definitely. get out of him. They're, they're, uh, that, that'll be a good – you know, for a team that – are they able? Sure. I, but I don't think they'll win the NFC this year. But a team that's right there in it, to you know, to be able to add off of whatever they can get for him, that's going to be huge next year. Right. Uh, Green Bay won today without Aaron Rodgers, even though he was able to play. Um, looking like he's going to play next week, so that all. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize that. Yeah, automatically puts them back into the hunt. Uh, they're at yep. six and six. They're not going to win the division, but they can win a wild card spot and be really dangerous coming up and in. Uh, Detroit yeah, it, Lions need to get. They're on a two game slide. They need to get. They need to figure out what the fuck and get going, or else they're going to get left out. And if they get left out, that's a shame because that's a high powered offense. It is a high powered offense, but their defense is equally bad. So. Outscore them. Yeah, you just outscore them. I, I think Green Bay, with them winning that game today without um, – and I didn't realize he was coming back. I had kind of just written Green Bay off. But you're right, man. That puts them right back. You know, their only chance is to get a wild card, obviously. But if yeah. they went out from here on out, uh, they could very well get the, get that wild card spot. And then once they're in the playoffs, man, that's a whole different story. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans Saints are sitting at 9-3. They are not – at all anywhere close to clinching that division. Look at the way the South is up right now. Minus Tampa Bay, who's at four and eight. You've got the nine and three Saints, eight and four Panthers, seven and five Falcons. All of those teams have the possibility of winning that division. Yeah, no, I agree. I will um, you know the Saints played the the Panthers today and came out on top. Uh, but good football game. I mean. Um, the Panthers didn't look bad by any means. They just got yeah. beat. So, I mean, I think that, you know, the the Falcons, as we talked about a few weeks back, had a slide that really hurt them. But they're they're definitely recovering from that slide. So, I mean, if they can put some wins together, you know, you're, you're liable to see all of the um, – Yeah, it's a possibility all, of seeing all of the NFC South in the playoffs. That's what I was going to say. I don't, well, I don't know about all of them because I, I don't think that – um, the Bucks are going to make it. No, they're four and eight. They're not going to make it. But you, but you, but your your next two teams though could very well get those two wild card spots. So. Yeah, um, and then the NFC West has uh, Los Angeles Rams at nine and three, and then the Seahawks. The Seahawks are creeping at seven and four. They've got a real chance to uh, catch the Rams or. Uh, you know, grab a wild card spot if they can uproot 
either Carolina or Atlanta or, you know, Detroit or Green Bay, they've got a real chance at uprooting one of those for a wild card spot and being pretty dangerous in the playoffs because they're playing good offense, not so much defense because they've just got too many holes on the defensive side of the ball. They lost most of their defense like last week, I think. Uh, yeah, they did. For you know, a team that's traditionally a defensive team, they lost a lot of pieces last week. But yeah. you're right, offensively they're getting it done. And you know, the Rams, the Rams beat the Cardinals today, pretty much sealed the fate for that division. Um, you know, the Rams are going to win that division. But you're right, the Seahawks are right there. Uh, my 49ers beat the uh, Bears today, so that was <laughs> nice. Uh, Seattle, if the, it comes down to a tie, though, if Seattle uh, can get to. And if they can tie out with the Rams, they're four zero in the division. Yeah, you're right. That is true. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure Seattle will take any way they can to get into the playoffs, but I'm sure they would much rather be the division. I mean, everybody wants to be the division winner. Yeah, that's for sure. Because I mean, not only does it, you know, it, you get a shiny little trophy and shirt and stuff like that, but you also get a big <laughs> pay bonus and. A, you know, a buyer or whatever. All right, now I'm going to ask you a question. I got really confused at work the other day. We were talking. So there's four division winners, two wild cards. Correct? Right. Okay. So in week one of the playoffs, do the top two seeds get a buy? Yes. And then three plays one wild card and four plays the other wild card? Correct. Okay. And then we go from there. Actually... Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Yes, three, three and four play the two wild cards. So like, so like your wild cards are going to be ranked, right? So you'll have um, five and six. So three will play six, four will play five. Okay, that's that's it makes way more sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. I, I got really confused at work. Like, uh, the the way the guy said it at work made it sound like all division leaders get a buy, and I was like, that's not right. There's no way that's right. Yeah, no, it's. I, but he, I he could have just missed both. I'm percent certain the way you just said it is how it works. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get confused because baseball added a new wild card spot, so now there's like a play-in game and wild card teams, you know. And then college, right. college basketball just keeps adding teams to try yeah. and they they just keep yeah. adding teams every year that Tom Izzo's bad at basketball. They just add a new team to the playoffs. So like, let's get Michigan State in there. They're gonna they're gonna keep doing that until there's just 128 teams in the bracket. Yeah, jeez. Oh my God! Speaking of that, I thought of the funniest thing the other day. It was uh, me and Sarah were talking the other day about what if, um, what if uh, upward, like you know the upward sports thing, the bane of yeah. our existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if upward sports took over collegiate sports? <laughs> <laughs> Where they're like at the at at the end of the season or whatever, you know, they play the tournament and stuff, and then at the end they're just like, and now the trophy presentation to all one hundred and twenty blah 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 <laughs> national champions, <laughs> and it's like a twelve hour thing. Uh, they gotta they gotta like get enough nets for everybody to cut down. Like <laughs> the team cuts the net down, and they go and put another one back up, and they cut another net down. They're like, we need new scissors. These are dull. 
Uh, that sounds about right. That's that what would happen. Every time I see somebody with an upward sticker on their car or an upward shirt or something like that, I just I want I just want to hurt them. Yeah, no, I definitely concur with that. I just want to I just want to grab them. I don't want to hurt. Actually, I do want to hurt them, but I want to grab them and just let them know, like you are, you are breeding a failed you, human. You are what is wrong with the world. Yeah, your child will not succeed. <laughs> It sounds grim, but when 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 it happens, they will know. Like our friend Nick, his kid plays in a league of where they live up in Dayton, and dude, right. it, it it's it's real. Like you win and you lose, which is how it should be. Yeah, like his kid, their team is pretty decent. You know, like they they win some, they lose some, and he always puts it up on his social media, and he's like forty nine to nothing. And I was like, Jesus, you tell the kids that too. Like, yeah, I, I remember, you know, I have a stepbrother that's 10 years younger than me, and I remember when I was in, when we were in high school going to one of his um, games, it was a basketball game, it was the first time, you know, he had been, he'd been playing basketball, and I, I remember going to the first game, mm-hmm. and they had a, a scoreboard that ran a clock, mm-hmm. but they didn't keep the score. Why? And I was like, what are we doing here? Wait, how old was he? Oh, he was young, but he was like, but I'm going to be old enough to keep score. He was like 10, 12. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. I was going to say. Because, like, uh, most of your, like, rec league sports have an instructional league. Like, I, I coached instructional flag football one, yeah, yeah, like yeah. one year. And we didn't keep scoring that because we were just trying to get them to line up. Right. Well, they're so young, like – yeah. You're just trying to teach them the basic concepts of yeah. football. I had like five and six year olds. Yeah, no, they were definitely old enough to be. But at ten and twelve, four. yeah, because I had we had a team of five and six year olds that was instructional flag, and then we had a team of uh, fifth and sixth graders. So whatever age group that is, ten, it's like eleven and twelve, ten, eleven, twelve, that age group, and that was. Uh, the highest level before middle school football. Now and then they, you know, that was that was real. That was real. Like we, we kept score, and they knew it because Toll yeah. was Toll was yelling at them. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, that was we had a great time coaching football, man. Like Toll was the one that knew football. Like I didn't know everything about football, so he was the one that knew everything about football. As far as like how to like everybody's job, what they have to do to make this play work right, and then right. I was the one that helped him communicate with children, <laughs> right? <laughs> because he had no idea how to do that. Yeah, you you told me that your job was just literally telling him not to be a complete dick to four year old kids. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was the that was my job was to make sure that he could talk to children. And uh, he could be, he's better at it now. He's a, you know, he's a father of two now, so he'd be way better at it now. But uh, back then, dude, he had no idea how to talk to kids. Yeah. And I was also the punishment coach, too. Yeah, I remember you telling me that you were the punishment coach, which sounds like a fun coach to be, but also I'm sure at some point that kind of makes you feel bad when you're, you know, making some kid run or whatever. Motherfucker should have done his homework. That's right. It wasn't punishment for, like, missing a block or something. These were punishments, like, they weren't paying attention in class and stuff. Their parents yeah. would tell us about it, and they were like, go with Coach Chris, and you can just see their head drop. 
<laughs> Damn it. <laughs> then I'd have a little conference with him afterwards. Like, you're going to pay attention in school? Yeah. You're going to do your homework? Yeah. Don't ever let me see you over here again. I'll kill you if you come here again. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. So uh, we're going to do a Fab Five. It's foot playoff and bowl season. Yeah, yeah. I, I like feel it. like we can we can squeeze in a quick Fab Five and then we'll, have to, we'll probably have to wrap her up. Uh, I agree. So this week we've got it's bowl season, it's playoff season, it's uh, Christmas season. It's just it's the best time to be in America. It is the season. Aside from the Fourth of July, which is the best time to be an American. That is the best time. Um, but uh, so with that, we're going to do Fab Five uh, venues or areas, places that you want to watch football. So. You want to go first? Or you want me to go? Uh, I'll. You want to alternate? Yeah, let's alternate. I like All that. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna alternate. So my number five is, uh, and I'm putting it at number five because I don't necessarily love it, but it is a place that I will watch football. Is just at like a bar, you know. I don't mind watching football at a bar. It's not my favorite place to watch it, but I will watch it there. Uh, you know, yeah. get some drinks, you know, meet some people. You never know. You might meet somebody that's a fan of your team. You know, something like that. It's not a bad place. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely agree with you there. I'll actually roll my, my number five into that as well. Yeah. Um, would be like a – more specifically like a dive bar. Oh, um, yeah, I should have said that. Hannah, yeah. Hannah and I love going to like a – you know, if we're, if we're out of town, going to like a uh, – just a, trying to find that like from the outside, it looked like – in a parking lot and it looks like we probably shouldn't go in this bar just the two of us go in there there's usually about six people in there and a bartender and then you'll talk to those people all night long they're super nice watch the game get drunk you know they'll, they'll usually if you're out of town they'll cheer with you because they can give two shits you know yeah. about the game you know, you that's a good it. that's a really good adventure i never even thought about that yeah, yeah. So that's that's actually probably higher on my list, but just rolling it into what you were saying. So I'll use I like that. For that. Number five. I like that. Um, number four uh, favorite place to watch football would have to be, uh, I guess, as far as college football goes. Uh, I like to watch it live at number four at the stadium, uh, more so for the tailgate leading into the stadium. I love tailgating. Yeah, and then but I also love going in and watching. Uh, you know, I like watching the game from the inside just for the because like there are some things that the microphones do pick up that you hear at home. You know, like the guy making his cadence or whatever. You know, but there's yeah, yeah. Uh, there's things that it doesn't pick up like uh, like when they snap the ball and the pads crack. Like that's that's something that they don't pick up on TV a lot, and that's a great sound. Yeah, that's one of those things. That's actually a good example. You know, like. Pads cracking. Um, when they, when you have a big hit like that on the field, man, I don't care if they have all the sound guys on it. It just does not pick up like it really does. No. Oh my god! Oh my god, Chris, this is real life. What? You don't have a TV, but the National Cornhole Collegiate Championships are on on ESPN two right now. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking, Breaking news. news. We got Arkansas against Mississippi State in the championships, and 
boy, these guys are not as good at cornhole as what I would imagine. Yeah, Mississippi State. I can see Mississippi State being in the championship. They've got one of the best tailgates in the country. Well, I mean, I mean, both teams are decent, but I mean, now, granted, I probably think I'm better than I really am, but I feel like I'm pretty good at cornhole. As long as I'm not drinking, I'm actually really good at cornhole. I, I mean, I can play with these guys. They're not like holing every bag. Yeah. Well, it's college, man. They haven't. They're just on scholarship. They haven't honed their skills. A lot of the, you know. Yeah, that, that's when I got my best is in college. All right, so so your number four was live at the stadium. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say my number four is actually uh, another bar scenario, but uh, being at a bar on the beach, like oh, okay. I love when you can go to a bar where you got a TV outside, but like you can you're. You're not necessarily feet in the sand, but you're just laid back. Everybody, like everybody, just enjoys the beach, right? So everybody's yeah. just more laid back. Everybody's having a good time, uh, you know. And you got the ocean behind you, but you you can watch some football. Now that, that that scenario only plays out well when you got some buddies with you, you know. When you're yeah, there with some yeah. yeah you're uh, not lone ranger in that one. You look fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah, you can't go on your own. <laughs> Dressed, decked out in UK gear to the beach in Florida and try to watch the UK. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, let's see, number three. Um, I love watching football at Applebee's. Good choice, yeah, specifically I like Applebee's. And I I can't explain why I love Applebee's more because you know everyone else. Why not B Dubs or why not you know this Hooters blah blah. blah. I love Applebee's. Yeah, I, I, so, you know, in college, I worked at Applebee's for a long time, and I'm kind of the same way, man. We don't go there often anymore, but I definitely, um, you know, I would go to an Applebee's over at B-Dubs every day. Are you, so, before we get too far into this, so, is B-Dubs going to make your top five? No. Okay, mine either. I, I just want to make sure we were. I was just at B-Dubs today, and my back still hurts. Their chairs are uncomfortable. That, they, they're just not... Beat-ups just aren't that great, man. I'm, I'm not a huge fan. However, I did have their, um, oh, shit. It's some kind of steak wrap sandwich. That shit is tops. Huh, I'll have to try that out Yeah, if, it's I, if I ever good. go there. It's pretty damn good. All right, so my next one is going to be, now, this isn't necessarily, you could use the bar scenario again, but not necessarily, it doesn't have to be a bar, but it, it could be a bar, it could be a restaurant, it could be somebody's house, mm-hmm. but... My third favorite place to watch, uh, and I'm just going to go ahead and assume we're talking about UK games here, is in enemy territory. Oh. I love going in enemy territory and just being that asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. I, I thrive in that environment. Um, I've been in several situations where it wasn't even a team that I gave two shits about and still cheer for the other team in the enemy environment, i.e. Uh, when I was in New Orleans. Uh, they played the Falcons, and I went to a bar that was like the stained sports bar and yeah. cheered for the Falcons the whole time, and I was <laughs> not a popular person. That's awesome. Uh, let's see, number two, uh, I'm going to go with um, watching football at someone else's house. Okay, and okay. So that's going to lead into num- number one's pretty obvious for me. But number two is watching it at someone else's house solely for the fact of all the comforts at home. Um, and then at the end of the night or day or whatever, you always offer to clean. 
half-heartedly hoping that the host is the one that's right like, right hoping, hoping you're like no no we'll get it and you're like thank god cause yeah really <laughs> it's it. always a half-hearted like oh let me help and they're always like no no we'll get it like all right see you later yeah, yeah. Okay, see you, bye. Yeah, see ya. Sorry, one last, and then you just drop a wrapper on the floor. Oh, see ya. <laughs> yeah, just throw a beer can as you walk out the door. <laughs> throw it on the floor. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I think our number ones are going to be the same, but yeah. my, my number two would be the live at the game scenario. Oh, I, yeah. It's, it's hard to beat, especially, I think especially as UK fans, not so much the end the game, the in the stadium scenario, which is, I mean, I, I love watching football live, but the tailgating environment at UK games for football is pretty insane for how bad we traditionally are. I know. So I don't understand. It's, it's a, that parking lot is loaded for how bad that football team is. Yeah, and, and it's actually, which obviously we're getting better now. Yeah, but, but historically. The, yeah, having lived through the shit years like we have, I think it actually made the tailgate even better because – you know, like Alabama, those people show up to tailgate, but they're actually there for the game. Yeah. Whereas, like, we're there just to drink a tailgate. You know, like, you know, yeah. like, tailgating is the game. <laughs> like, the yeah. game is like dessert, but you're the the full the the full course meal is tailgating. Right. I want to so badly do a tailgate where we don't go into the game, but we watch it out in the parking lot. I wish we had a setup where we could do that. I, I keep so there's two things I want to do whenever I have like when money's not that much of an issue. Yeah. I want a fire truck to tailgate with. <laughs> you you would be shocked at how cheap you can find like old fire trucks like between like five and ten thousand dollars. Really? Yeah, and just paint them. You know, paint it blue, blue and white, blue and silver. Yeah. Like I, like I've already. Another friend of mine and I were talking. We had talked about this, talked this through at one point. But you could like rig up because a tanker fire truck has you know a big tank on it, right? Well, you could set that up to where you have like where all the knobs and the hose connections are and all that shit. You could put taps in there and just have like beer on tap. Oh like, my in the com- god! Like in the in the storage compartments, you could have like your grill uh, that like swings out on an arm, a TV that swings out, or multiple TVs that swing out on an arm, like so. I've thought this through. At some point in my life, I will have one of those. Like, it will be a sweet-ass <laughs> tailgate. But prior to that, I do – so I saw this guy at, at a U.K. tailgate um, two or three years ago when I was working with L8. And he – I think this is the most ingenious thing ever, man. He had a trailer, like just a, a regular, like a – you know, like a 6 by 12 trailer or something like that that you'd pull behind your car. Yeah. And he built a deck on top of it. And – Okay. On the deck, he had like two two like wooden mounts for TVs, and he would hang his TVs off of them, and like so you just sat out on the deck at the tailgate and watch football on TV. That is fucking sweet. Is that not awesome? And I yeah. mean, that's a relatively inexpensive way to do it. Yeah, that's yeah. Because I mean, you could just get like a little like like you said like a little single action tra- or single axle trailer. Yeah. And yeah, you, I, you wouldn't even have to build a deck on. You just have to build TV mounts. I mean, most of them have a, a, a deck floor, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, most of them have like a, a metal floor. But well, I see what you're saying. You can get one that has a. Most of us, you can get yeah, one that has a plank floor. floor. Yeah. Yeah, 
but it just it looked really cool because I mean it was a it was a it was a deck you could probably fit ten people on you know yeah but it wasn't like super wide you know what I mean like you wouldn't like be in the other lane if you were driving down the road but it just oh, such a genius idea I was really impressed with it I know uh, all right so number one is pretty obvious watching football at home. Yeah, yeah, you can't beat it. You cannot beat watching football at home. And here are my two main points. We're not going to dive too far into it because, you know, everyone has their reasons. But my two main points are if you have people over, um, uh, number one, if the team that everyone's cheering for wins, that means everyone can get as blasted as they want and you can go sleep in your bed celebrating. Yeah. Number two, if the team loses, you can throw everybody out and get as blasted as you want and go to bed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> or or you can throw or you can let everybody stay and you just go lock yourself in your room and get yeah. blasted. And then go exactly. To bed. Like you can. It's my party and I'll go cry in my room if I want to. Yeah, that's like you. You definitely of all people and and I'll go ahead and say my number one would be watching football at the house. Not necessarily specifically my house. Like, I would roll it into, like, you know, at somebody's house, too. I'll, I'll consider that the same. Yeah. Because I'll be honest. I mean, if I go to somebody's house and watch the game, I'm going to get blasted and plan on sleeping on their couch. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's probably pretty accurate. So, it's basically the same thing. But, um, yeah, I, I agree with you, man. You, but oh, well, what I was going to say is, though, you know better than anybody. I mean, if you know, if, if I have people over to the house and we're going to watch a U.K. game and U.K. loses – it's I'm not good. Not gonna, I'm not going to speak to anybody for about an hour. No, it takes a minute. I'm almost like certain I, that I scared the living shit out of your future sister-in-law when when we lost to North Carolina in the tournament. That North Carolina game? Yeah. yeah. I, I got up in a fit of rage, and when I looked at her, I saw just a thousand fears in her eyes. Yeah, I think it's funny, like, and she, she and – Wow, this they're they are now switching to women's cornhole, and I gotta tell you, <laughs> oh oh, I, I stand corrected. This is just the regular cornhole. I guess this girl is just so good that she's playing with the men. That's right, that a girl. I like that even better. Get and in she, there. She is not bad looking. Yeah. Oh oh oh, dude. I missed it. Kentucky is playing Arkansas in the semis. So the game that was on when we were talking was Arkansas-Mississippi. Arkansas won. Yeah. I guess the game before that was uh, Kentucky-Auburn, and Kentucky won that one. So we're playing Arkansas. Dude, my night is set, bro. I am <laughs> I'm watching Cornhole for the rest of the night. What is this uh, on? Like ESPN2? ESPN2, dude. That is awesome. <laughs> so uh, it's not even ESPN 8 Ocho. That's it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like like Hannah and her sister are both good examples. Like, they, and and their mom even, they are UK fans, and they're I'm not, not, even they're not really to... sports fans. Well, Rachel like, not so much. H- Hannah is because she played. Well, I mean they both they both played a lot of sports. But like yeah. Hannah, Hannah is more of a she is more of a UK fan. But both of them like at the end of the day, they don't actually really care that much. No. You know what I mean? Like, Hannah will act like she cares more because she knows I care. Yeah. But I know she doesn't really give a shit. Yeah. So, like, I think it's funny when things happen, like, exactly like what you're talking about, when they see, like, the rage that one of us has over a game. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, shit. Like, this is a whole new level. This is fan. real, isn't it? Fan. This is real. Yeah. 
Yeah. Next time I'll just go over the top. Just be like, you think it's a fucking game? <laughs> you think it's a fucking game? Uh, by the way, so there's a uh, indoor basketball gym here where I'm at. Yeah. And um, I've been going there and shooting basketball just about every day. Like I'll, I'll go work out and then I go shoot basketball for a bit. And uh, nobody else uses that gym hardly at all. So like, you know, I'm one of like five people in there, and there's hardly ever anybody else shooting basketball. So, but like, I, I usually have my headphones in when I'm playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, today I was shooting basketball, dude, and I've, I've been shooting really well too this week. But I was shooting around, or whatever, and uh, the fucking song came on, dude. I hear regulators, <laughs> and. The next five minutes of basketball were pretty solid for me. Yeah. Did you start, like, playing against invisible defenses and stuff? I did. Yeah. I did, and I didn't miss a whole lot. I was, like, in the zone. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. But well, was, it sounds like we're pretty well wrapping it up here. Yeah. It was good, to, it was, it was good that we figured out this technology. <clears throat> yeah, tech, tech, technology is uh, – it's it's a it's a new thing for us. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to figure something out for the coming weeks. Uh, <clears throat> oh my god! Okay, so <laughs> this is killing me. So you got just right, so imagine the cornhole board. Okay. All you listeners out there, I know, I know everybody that listens to this show plays cornhole. Yeah, we got we got a bag on the right of the hole. Not it's not even. It's not even even a little bit into the hole, but it is right on the edge of it. Yeah. We got two two bags on the left side of the hole, both of them same way, not into the hole at all, but very much on the edge of it, and then an alleyway to the hole. And both of these people just threw four bags, and they all four went off the board. Oh my God. They went off the board left and right, right? not even like deep. I'm telling you, I could win this collegiate cornhole championship right now. <laughs> How did they? How how did this? How did they get there? There's so many questions that we can't get answered. I, right I, now. I mean, I, yeah, I I agree. And these people are getting like they're frustrated. Well, I know why they're frustrated. Uh, they're getting beat twelve to nothing. That's oh, why they're frustrated. Oh, yeah. But it's the girl that's losing too. It sucks. Oh, but there's no skunks on TV. Yeah, I got to. I, mean, I got to look this girl up. She's not bad looking. Yeah. All right, so my drops, my drops. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna drop the mic right now. Yeah, go ahead, dude. I am disappointed in what the, these colleges have representing them in a cornhole tournament. <laughs> I mean, I, this is this, colleges where I learned to play cornhole. I played cornhole ten hours a day, sometimes sixteen hours a day. That is not an exaggeration. Yeah, sixteen hours a day cornhole in my driveway with my neighbor when I was in college these people I mean you would think (sighs) here's what I have to say my mind drop is this nobody (laughs) I've seen throw a cornhole bag so far is getting drafted in a professional cornhole league absolutely not these these people are not getting drafted maybe this is like their trial run to try and get more colleges involved Maybe. Well, I, I think this is just the SEC tournament. So and you think like nobody knew about it, and they just kind of like grabbed some people. <laughs> That's kind of what it looks like, man. I feel like, like there's better cornhole players. <laughs> it there. looks like last week, the the last week of the actual uh, schedule, 
they just went around to all the SEC tailgates and were like, hey, we need two people to represent your school. Hey, you two, you got it. Hey, you <laughs> just pick the drunkest people, and, and now they're sucking. Maybe that's what it is. They can't drink on TV. Well, they're definitely not drinking. Maybe that is it. Maybe that's it. You, you may be onto something here, Chris. Maybe yeah. these people are just bad because they're not drinking. Maybe uh, that they should just get over themselves and realize they're over 21. Have you ever played cornhole with somebody like that? What, they can't play unless they're drunk? Yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone I yeah, play with. Yeah, I have too. It's, it's really weird. Everyone I play with claims they're better when they're drunk. See, everybody claims that. Like, But like, I don't I don't even claim that because I know I'm not better when I'm drunk. I can't stay awake when I'm drunk. John Arnold is the worst cornhole player in the world. Uh, but uh, until he is blackout drunk. Then he is convinced that he is, in fact, dead shot from the DC universe. Yeah. And can hit anything from anywhere. Yeah, he's wrong. He's in- incredibly wrong. Yeah. Uh, my mic drop is this. Throwback to what we were talking about earlier about places to watch football. If you are, if you're a restaurant or sports bar or something, and you want people to sit and watch six or seven hours of football. Oh, 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 oh changing the fence. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> this dude just walked over to the sideline and picked up a red Solo cup and took a drink. So ah, I'm all right. not going to say that it's definitely alcohol, but it was in a red Solo cup. Yeah, you were going to assume that it was alcohol. I'm sorry I keep interrupting. All I right. Just, I... We good? Yeah, you're good. You're good. Okay. If you're a restaurant that wants people to sit for six or seven hours and watch football in your establishment, could you at least make your chair comfortable to sit in? I'm pretty <laughs> sure my ass is flatter today, having watched one football game. Hashtag B-dubs. Hashtag B-dubs. My ass is flatter than it already was. <laughs> you got a pretty flat ass, too. I know. You could literally – you could – you – could write a thesis on my ass. It's so flat. <laughs> and now it is flatter. Thank you, Buffalo Wild Wings, for your very uncomfortable chairs. Thank you, B-Dubs. Thank you, B-Dubs. And thank you all for listening to the Gentleman's Podcast. Again, we're recording on Sunday. I'll try and release this on Tuesday just to not throw everybody off all wonky and horseshit and stuff. Uh... It's going to be a little bit weird for the next couple of weeks. Some things that we... But we'll make it work. We, we'll make it work. We have some things that we didn't see coming, and they came right on all over us. <laughs> all over, came all over our faces. <laughs> oh, that was gross. <laughs> but uh, now that we've figured out this new technology, uh, we can definitely have Nate on regularly. We can stop acting like he's dead. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, and I'm running out of Call of Duty games, so it's even it's gonna help me out. I I gotta come home soon. Yeah, definitely. I think I've got like three games left, and then I'm out, of, and then they'll have to make another one. That's good, cause I yeah, we'll have to. I'm gonna have to stay here until they make another one. Fuck. The next one's gonna be like Call of Duty World War Two in space. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh. But, yeah, so make sure you uh, let your friends know what we're doing here, especially if you like what you're hearing. 
Uh, we're going to try and get some social medias up so we can get some feedback from you. Uh, we just got on to the Stitcher app. So if you have a friend that was having issues trying to download the cast, tell them to check Stitcher. It's a free app to download. It's just a podcasting app. Have them download it. Have, us, have them look us up. I'll try and uh, put the link to it on our SoundCloud page so you can direct link to that. Blah, blah, blah. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to you. Nate, you like it? I like it. Uh, Google Play can go fuck themselves all the way to hell. <laughs> I'm not going nice. to learn HTML code just to get on your fucking thing. That is too much. Too much. Uh, other than that, uh, it's bowl season. It's about to be playoff season, which means it's, uh, or as always, year-round, it's freedom season. So uh, We are smack dab in the middle of freedom season. Yeah, this is probably the best best time to be alive. Uh, for the fiscal year as an American. Uh, make sure you get together with your friends as often as you can. Make sure uh, you consume freedom as often as you can. And, uh, and you know what? Cheer on your uh, collegiate team if they made a bowl game. If they didn't make a bowl game, cheer on the Wildcats. We could always use a couple more. Who cares? Yeah, we could use the help. We could use the help. We're going to need it. But, uh, I hope you have a good one and hope you hope, oh my god fuck me calm down yeah we'll just end it there always hey. uh thank you now <laughs>